Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel one individual minute at a time. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on those social media websites at No Clutch Nate, as well as my Instagram page, Clutch Figures. And I'm Lance. I am host of The Night Nerd and producer on Blah Blah Comics, Blah Blah Curse Words. Title indicates meaning and assembling the Avengers, which is a minute by minute breakdown of the Avengers. You can find us everywhere as the Night Nerd, and we'd love to hear from you. Hell yeah. And today on Man of Steel Minute, we're talking about number 63 of Man of Steel, and it starts with a giant alert warning sign <laughs> flashing at us from a digital screen um, just after we've seen a close up shot of a UFO in orbit. And then the minute ends with the entire world glued to their TVs as widespread reports of UFOs uh, start breaking uh, into the news. And uh, the news reports actually, they say UFOs plural, which is pretty interesting. I wonder why. Um, but yeah, this alert symbol. Uh, I've always had a problem with this. this you is, have a problem I've, with I, it? I even remember when I first saw this movie in theaters and even watching it always. I've always had a problem with that transition from Swanwick to this alert. Lois Lane standing. Like, no printer does that. I want to know a printer that has this giant LED screen that says, alert, you're at a toner. They went and looked for yeah. a printer that did this. Like, I've always had a problem with that. Zack Snyder is, like, in Best Buy, and they're like, can we help you? And he's it's... like, uh, can you show me which one of your printers throws the biggest <laughs> fit? the most obnoxious <laughs> screen on it, please. And, okay, well, what? When it's, like, out of paper, when there's a jam? Nope, only when it has toner, low toner. Please just give me that one. We didn't even up. check to see if it was actually saying it was out of toner. Yeah, it does. It says it's toner. It says lo- she says it's out of toner. I'm pretty sure it oh. says it on like right after it flashes alert alert. At, like it's it's weird because it shows. We should have looked at the the brand the and brand type of, of this no, printer. No. It shows like the LED screen and it's like alert red with you know big flashing and then it, like the camera zooms out a little bit to make it seem like it's like okay this is a, a smaller <laughs> display and then the screen kind of goes from a really dark and red tone to a normal LED printer screen that shows a low toner or something. You know, like, uh, Noble Collection websites where they do, like, prop replicas of, like, oh, you want the Batarang (laughs) from, like, the Batman Begins movie? Yeah. So they should have done, like, oh, you want the printer from Man of Steel that yells at you when it's out of toner? (laughs) And it's, like, they should have had that on the website. I'm I'm going to find this printer. I'm going to post it in our uh, DC Cinematic listeners group. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, I, I don't know if it's a poor transition, but I never... I still it don't is not, like it. It is not a poor transition. I it's will like, fight you it's, on that. It's like, whoa, boom, in your face. Like, I get it. But then it's just so like... When I blah. first saw it, this... Not only is it a clever joke, but it's also serious at the same time. Because in my opinion, it's, it signals the beginning of a new act. Which it's... The alert is... Lois Lane on the search for toner? It's a foreshadowing. I have some problems with her, first of all. But we'll get into that. Because I love Lois Lane, but I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta roast you once more. But, um... No, this uh, it's not only a clever joke to the audience, like, ha, I gotcha, but it's also, like, it does segue into a new act, and it's kind of foreshadowing that things are going to get pretty uh, uh, not hot and heavy. That's a... Uh, that's for romantic nonsense, <laughs> but like, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's going to get pretty real in a second, but um, oh, uh, yeah, it's... It, I, it got me when I first saw it in the film, so... It got you? Like, you were like, oh, you jumped? 
No, it didn't scare me, but it, I, <laughs> who doesn't watch it and go like, oh, it must be like, a, you know, something's going on because of the UFO and it's, oh, it's just a printer, you know? I guess. I don't know if I, see, that's where my problem lies with it. How do you, how do you feel about it, Lance? Well, you know, last minute uh, yesterday, we talked about how we went from the nice quiet moment to being pulled into this new serious moment with the big door swinging open. And now it's like they're trying to take the stakes up even higher but not really. And it, you know, DC originally, when this movie came out, they said that they're not going to be like Marvel. They're not going to crack jokes and things. So I feel like it's more of a, oh, hey, we got you, but didn't. Uh, my, my problem with it is, you know, Lois Lane is this big, you guys talked about it before on the show. She's this big Pulitzer Prize winning reporter with a contract. Does her contract not mention that she has like a secretary or somebody else to go check the printer for her? I, I think, I feel like she's above that. Like she should be the one watching the news reports, trying to get the next story and everything, not changing toner on a printer. As soon as she said, uh, does anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges? I was like, yo, does anyone know where toner's kept? Well, like I was like, yo, how long you, like, how long have you been here? Like, what are you doing? Like I work where I work in my office. I know where everything is. And yeah, like maybe someone like, you know, maybe we have a cleaning person like come and change the trash bags for us, so I don't have to change my own recycle bin or anything. But it's like, at least I know where that is, and I know where like this is, I know where that is. Like, lady, you you work here. Like, it's not. I don't think the Daily Planet's that big. Like, I feel like maybe the Daily. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a tall building, but like every floor is like its own personal company it's just just i don't know it's, it's toner man you just it's in a shell <laughs> change your own toner. yeah like lame. you have to know where this is like even regardless if she has a secretary or not like you should know that do you think she got her stuff printed out either way do you think after this whole ordeal she she got the toner is it irrelevant what, what was she printing out though? i don't know man I, that's the thing because <laughs> was it an, another st- i mean because she's only been working on this superman story as far as we know so what is she printing out? I mean, it, it's a moot point, but it's one of those things. <laughs> it must that... have already been two or three weeks because she was supposed to be like on leave, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> she, like someone's just been like, does anyone know where the toner cartridges are? Yo, <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> Shouldn't Get you? out. <laughs> You're all... Maybe in those three weeks they rearranged the office. So they moved the toner while she was gone. And, so and added a big scary printer. Does... All right, now you're defending the she film. Can... <laughs> she can she can figure out that Superman is Clark Kent, but she can't figure out where the toner is. That kind of I question her reporting ability at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I do too. I do oh, too. Oh man, I I just I just have things against this <laughs> scary printer, man. The scary if you printer. find out what printer this is, please show me what it is. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I will stay as far away from work. it as I'm I can. Find out. <laughs> Um, write a letter to HP. What the shit do you think you're doing with this scary printer? <laughs> Who came up with this and why? Um, but yeah, she asked for the toner cartridges, and Jenny Olsen is just like, uh, Are you calling her Jenny Olsen? Okay, yeah, so let's talk about this character. This character was originally called uh, Jenny Olsen um, until a bunch of sweaty nerds got mad that uh, her gender was reversed into a female. So then Zack Snyder makes Jimmy Olsen in the film and to kind of do a screw you, which at first I was against until someone brought up the fact that this is why that happened. 
um, I don't feel so bad anymore because okay, it's like so if you're going to get mad at someone for just doing a different gender, then... Yeah, see, there it goes back to this fan service thing, and it kind of goes back to yesterday's minute when we were talking about Martian Manhunter. If they throw him in there or if they make him Swanwick, you know, one and the same, is that just a fan service? We've already seen what Snyder does about fan service. He shoots the people in the head, you know? He just like, okay, you guys wanted this, here's your fan service. Boom, it's taken away from you. Yeah. So, I mean, I, no. I like that. I like that about him. I don't, I, I'm not the biggest fan of fan service. I think everything has a place and everything happens for a reason, especially in this universe that we're covering. But, um, but yeah, we get, we get uh, Jenny Jerwich. Yeah. So, yeah, she's been reduced to just like this background character now. We don't know if, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it would be hard to do a Jenny Olsen Superman relationship that's platonic um, because, Human beings are only familiar with, like, Seinfeld and Elaine Bennett as, like, the only platonic relationship on, like, in mass media that people are familiar with. So it's hard through, for people to, like, yeah. grasp that concept. You had to go through two seasons of Seinfeld. Of Elaine well, they Dennis were, like, and back together, and forth. So, this isn't know. Seinfeld Minute. So welcome on. back to <laughs> Seinfeld Minute. <laughs> okay, so, yes, her, na- <laughs> her name is uh, Jenny Jerwich now. Um, I don't know why they chose that last name. I know there's a John Jerwich who, a Don Jerwich who helped create GI Joe and the Smurfs. So I don't know if like, it's because of him that they chose that last name. He's like a pretty famous producer. Um, so maybe, maybe it was in, in likeness to that. Um, she's an intern right now at the daily planet. And then in Donna justice, she'll become a full on newspaper reporter. Um, and she's played by, uh, Rebecca Buller in this, uh, uh, yeah, the actress who per- portrays her is Rebecca Buller. So there's do, do we know that. her from anything else? No, I, I did some research. This is pretty much all she's, she's got. Um, yeah. So like her and, and Pete Ross probably hang out on a weekly basis, you know, cause they're not big movie stars, but they're always in the films. Yeah. yeah unfortunately. So my, uh, you know, after we meet Ginny, and they go around the corner, uh, and I, I had to look this up because I thought that maybe Warner Brothers owned CNN, but I was like, no, t- turn, uh, Turner owned CNN. But every single TV in the Daily Planet is tuned to CNN, whereas usually in newsrooms and stuff like that, they have, you know, they would have it on CNN, MSNBC, uh Fox News, C-SPAN, you know, yeah. all of them. They'd, they'd ha- and so I thought that was kind of interesting. And it, it pops up later uh, that I actually have a, not a problem problem with it, like not on a personal level, but in more of a, you just, you didn't check your facts and didn't do that right mm-hmm. problem with it. Uh, and this is the same kind of thing where, you know, you turn the corner and it's CNN on everything when, you, I, I don't know. I mean, I, f- I feel like, it wouldn't be unless the CNN's the only one that gave him permission to use their logo. Yeah. But usually, you know, you go other movies; they'll have CNN and BBC and various things. It's true. And so I thought that was kind of yeah. Um, Is Turner not owned by Warner Brothers? I know Warner Brothers is part of the six major media companies. Now I have a question: When in the next film, in Dawn of Justice, um we do get news coverage after the doomsday event happens. We and see CNN. An- we see Anderson Cooper. Now is Anderson Cooper supposed to be affiliated with 
Metropolis News Network, or is he supposed to be a part of CNN? Or I don't know what I Anderson know, Cooper does now. I know he's on, you know, he's got 360, but I don't know what what channel that the that diner on. that Martha Kent works at. She's watching Nancy Grace, and that's CNN. I'm pretty sure it shows CNN. CNN, yeah. Yeah, Time Warner does own. Time Warner owns Turner, who owns CNN. Okay, so, so I, I just I looked full it up. circle. So that makes sense, mm-hmm. but you know, it's still accuracy. Yeah, know. no, for a newspaper, uh, you know, like the Daily Planet, they should have every like nationwide uh, news channel. I get they it. should have yeah. CNN. They should have Fox News. They should have. I, don't I mean, know. they don't even have a. They don't. I mean, you get it. I think you get it in Dawn of Justice when they actually call it by name. But Metropolis News Network, uh, you know, MNN, if you will, mm-hmm. um, is is very prominent in that movie. And I, I don't know why there wouldn't be at least a screen. And I don't know if it's supposed to call into the hyper realistic aspect of this movie, where it's like, okay, this is everyday life. You know, CNN. Oh, you get it. You realize it. You know. Yeah, it, but that's. You know. Oh, cool. unfortunately, that's not realistic. Where they. Uh, like the Daily Planet just has CNN on every, unless I don't know, unless CNN is the first one to come out with news first or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't work well in a newspaper, so I wouldn't upset. know. <laughs> yeah, I, nobody does anymore. But uh, the, you know, the other day we were talking about Easter eggs. This would be a great time to have like Gotham News Network, yeah. in a corner on a TV. And again, just a little throwaway thing that you just have G and N and. Or uh, no, it's not Gotham. GCN, they GCN, Gotham. Yeah. yeah, GCN. Yeah, Gotham City News. Yeah, you know, just have that. So that way, people who you know look at it minute by minute and stuff be like, oh, that's a Gotham shout out right there. And it just missed opportunities. I feel like forget who it was. Oh, um, they in this film they really didn't want to dive into the Batman universe yet because they weren't sure if it was going to be a cinematic universe. Because um, Glenn Woodburn was supposed to be Jack Ryder. Jack Ryder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they said no to that. Yeah. So, like, here, if they did do that, this could have been, like, a moment where Vicky Vale was on scene somewhere or something like that. Um, or Snapper Carr put sna- I mean, oh, yeah, Snapper Carr absolutely. out there. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, I, I've heard you guys mention that, but I, you got to think that somewhere... In their back pocket, they had hoped for an extended universe. You know, seeing the bajillion dollars that Avengers made, that you know, and even then, because they announced Man of Steel, well, at the time it was Man of Steel two, they announced it like two weeks before Man of Steel came out, and then I think, or sorry, two weeks before Man of Steel came out, and then like a month after Man of Steel came out, they said, "Oh, hey, it's actually Batman versus Superman, and we've already been shooting for three months." Mm-hmm. So, I. I I think that they had hoped for it to be an extended universe, and after they finished the film, they're like, "Okay, we can go ahead and start rolling with this." But again, you know, how hard is it to go back in and CG one TV with Snapper Carr yeah. or Vicky Vale or something? Linda Park, like yeah. I don't. It, and these to me, these are just characters that exist, and it doesn't have to mean that the universe is bigger than what we're saying, but. If Metropolis exists, then Central City exists and Gotham City exists. So have Snapper Carr, have Vicky Vale, have Linda Park. Like, I don't. 
I don't see well, why it's, it's it just goes back to the problem with why change Jack Ryder. Like I get it that he's more associated with Batman, but Jack Ryder is still a character, even if he's considered you know creeper or not. But he's he's still that character. Snapper Carr is a very prominent news anchor, and you get him a lot in. Uh, Justice League and Unlimited, and it's not like you have to call back to make it seem like it's a bigger universe, but still have that character well, on screen. Here's what I'm thinking, because it's like, um, let's say Man of Steel didn't become a cinematic universe or, or part of one, and, and it was just like Man of Steel was just a film. Like, who are you hurting? Like, if Jack Ryder was Glenn Woodburn, like, yeah. like who? What? What? Like, comic book nerd is like. Like, look what they did to Jack Ryder. They made him a BuzzFeed reporter. Like, like no one's going to get mad at that. Or, like, like why why did WB say no to, like, oh, no, you can't have Jack Ryder in there? Uh, it's like, well, who, like, who's hurting? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just a, it's just a one, it's just like this background DC character. Um, Especially uh, if it was Snapper Carr. <laughs> it's just like, he, yeah, just, well, just throw him in there. Like, who cares? Like, why are you saying no to that? Like right. that's not a and that's oh sorry oh no I'm just, <laughs> go stop, ahead man stop me man <laughs> uh, well and that's one thing I've never understood about Warner Brothers and DC in general. Um, full disclosure, I'm more of a Marvel movie person, but we'll get into that later. But you know, at Marvel, <laughs> they don't own the rights to all their characters, so they they don't have the ability. You know, when it makes perfect sense for Mister Fantastic or you know they just got Spider Man kind of back, but you know when it makes perfect sense for one of these characters to show up, but they legally can't. Okay, I understand that, but uh, like in Justice League Unlimited, they were not allowed to use Batman villains because of the Batman cartoon. Smallville was not allowed to reference Batman because season five, four, whenever Jensen. Uh, ankles was on there he was supposed that was supposed to be bruce wayne like in disguise but they can never reference it because they're working on the christopher nolan batman like warner brothers you know marvel doesn't have all their toys in the same sandbox but warner brothers has all their toys in the same sandbox but still likes to put up walls and not let them play and uh, that's why you know arrow had to kill off the suicide squad is because and to me that's almost a slap in the face that DC doesn't think their fans are smart enough to be like, hey, they're different universes. It's okay. Yeah. And now with all the talks of Batman and possibly and Batgirl possibly being standalone films and not part of the extended universe, it's, you know, I, I get the, you don't want to oversaturate it. You know, you don't want 20 Batmans out there. You don't want 20 uh, Flashes out there. But that's a realization that Warner Brothers needs to come to is, hey, if we want to make the most money, we need we our cinema Batman or not even that our cinema Gotham and Smallville and Keystone and Star, and then we need our TV versions and our animated versions, and they they exist in completely different universes, and just let them have fun. But saying, hey, even though you have access to this character, and it makes perfect sense for this character to be here, uh. We may do something with him one day, or we may not. We don't know, but we don't want people to associate it with this. And I almost, almost have to wonder is, do they want it to be, you know, uh, like Batman and Robin, where, hey, we don't want people to associate it with something negative, so we're going to play it safe and not use it. But still, 
if you have the ability to, like you said, who's it going to hurt? Make it Jack Reacher. Make it whoever. And just because it, it'll be more of a service. And again, we, we talked how Snyder does with fan service. But it's still more like a kind of a tip of the hat of, hey, if you do follow this, if you do know your stuff, uh, this is who this is. But, uh, and we'll get into it later. I, these movies are mm-hmm. very much for people who don't know about Superman. So I, I guess I can kind of see that, but it's it's a lot more fun. It makes a lot more sense to have these little Easter eggs and these little cameos. And Marvel does it to the best of their ability, and people love it. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy, seeing who all was in the collector's stuff is so much fun to do for people, and it gets you more enjoyment out of a movie. And I know when I hear a name on like the CW shows, I'd be like, man, that name sounds real familiar. So you look up who it is, and you're like, oh, this person, like, um, Martian Manhunter on Supergirl is Hank Henshaw, who is Cyborg Superman in the comics. And I I was like, you know, it just gives you, it does build that bigger universe. It makes it feel, uh, because I know you guys have talked about it before, about how these movies don't tell complete stories. And that's the curse of comics, is they are, a second act they're constantly a second act you never have that closing act in comics because then the characters are done and you're done with the story so why not you know just keep it going keep it going and if it expands cool if not you tried your best so i that's that's my little soapbox for easter eggs and things i guess yeah no, no, that's, that's okay. good that's good i uh I, i'm glad you brought up the uh example um Batman and Robin because we're still kind of recovering from our idea of Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane because of that movie. Uh, we've gotten over Batman because we have the Dark Knight trilogy and, and this new Batman and you know so many iterations of Batman that we've gotten used to. Um, and it wasn't until like the Dark Knight uh, Rises that you know we kind of saw a new take on Bane so that we can kind of get out of the mindset of that old Bane that we saw in Batman and Robin. So I understand like when Warner Brothers is like, all right, be careful with that character. But then again, we're still just talking about Jack Ryder and, you know, and, you know, all those other just, they're not even D-list characters. They're just like, they're just there, you know, within the DC universe. So it's, it's almost like you can't really, um, like, again i don't know you can't the the recovery process wouldn't be as much as bane you know so um but that's all i had about that uh we still have more to talk about in this minute Uh, we're talking about um clark kent uh we're back so you know we're here at the daily planet we're seeing this ufo on on all the tvs and then it cuts right to back to smallville where clark kent is picking up a budweiser watching football it's about as American as it gets. And, um, and you know, he's watching Kansas play uh, LTU. Um, What's LTU? I don't know. I didn't look that up. Louisiana I, Tech? Could I, be. I don't know. No. I, I don't think LTU is a real school. And the colors for Kansas aren't the colors that Kansas uses. <laughs> so, and, and again, this is a, a perfect spot for, you know, have Gotham University or, or something like that. And even then, you could just do GCU. I mean, it could be Gotham. It couldn't. People could talk about it. Uh, but this right here is another that I mentioned earlier in the minute uh, I have a problem with because he's watching football. So he's obviously on ESPN or ABC 
or Fox Sports Southwest, something like that, and he doesn't change the channel, but somehow the channel changes to CNN. <laughs> CNN does not show football games, and yeah. all of a sudden it's on CNN. And it's just, it goes back to the, you know, just have it, if it is on network television, just have breaking news, and just don't put the CNN logo on there. Stop shoving CNN down our throats. That's... <laughs> Yeah, good point. That's um, true. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's really weird that they just chose the one news network to keep showing. I, I, I want to know why they did that. I'm gonna have to look up why. It's probably it, just contractual, like how contractual, contractual, like, yeah. like I mean, Universal and NBC, yada yada, that well, whole deal. Yeah, I mean, well, we got to see why they're doing it. Maybe the Zack Snyder just like CNN, which I don't know. That's uh, we'll just leave that at that. But um, uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's watching football. It's not like Metropolis versus Gotham. Uh, but we see that in another film uh that came out uh about a year ago, um, and so yeah, he's watching. He's watching football. He's just having a good time. He's just kind of like unwinding from all the soul searching that he's done, and you know, he's just trying to relax at this point. But you know, uh, no rest for the wicked. So Martha Kent's outside. Uh, and she sees something in, you know, among the stars, and she's, she calls Clark to come out. I gotta say though, <clears throat> right before she calls him, because he's we see him, he's watching the TV, uh, and then it cuts to Martha standing outside, and she's slowly walking backwards with a bowl full of apples, I think. Which I don't really know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Which, I, that's another point. I have all sorts yeah. of notes about apples. <laughs> I'll, I'll get into that. But as she's walking back, you see, and I don't know if, I mean, this is just, you know, minute by minute continuity issues. You see Clark turn around before she says, before she calls his name out, before she says anything. You see him through the screen door, and he turns around to look back at her. Where we already had seen him, he's glued to the television until she calls his name. So it's almost like... It, obviously it's like out of, it's like when they show you know one character's back or side of her head you know we talked about it earlier to see if the mouth is moving to see if they're actually using dialogue or not um as another character's talking or whatever but whatever but yeah see like mark's gonna bring it up right now like you see him turn around and it's it's just those things that i that i caught like hang on yeah he's watching it you're watching uh right there uh, boom turn around like and then he's not seeing. Oh, there's okay. a turnaround. I see. Like it's just like it's so silly. It could be. Yeah, it's know. a continuity. Issue. Now to the bowl of apples, Lance. You want to take it? <laughs> yeah. First off, who picks apples in the middle of the night? <laughs> that, that's my first thing with that. Because most people who pick apples, like you have to climb a ladder and pick them off a tree, and that you don't want to do that in the dark. Secondly, she has like eight different types of apples. <laughs> They're not all one type of apple. And I didn't know if it was uh, like tomatoes there's... and apples or anything. I thought but they were. They... Tom- I thought I thought one looked like a like a tomatillo or like an heirloom tomato. I thought they were tomatoes. I thought she was. Is the point just supposed to be that she's harvesting fruit from her garden right now at eight or nine o'clock at night? Like, is that the point? I I, I think the point is Zack Snyder's never been on a farm. <laughs> It's the point there. It's just like how do okay, so how do we get Martha to be outside at night for her to see the spaceship? Uh have her pick apples. Yeah. Nailed it. You got it. Jim, yeah. you're getting a promotion. Like yeah. <laughs> what do classic Americans do? They drink Bud White, they drink Bud Heavy, they watch football, uh it Superman's involved, 
and apples. And they it's pick a, apples? That's about you got it. it. You got them all. <laughs> that is uh that is real America. So uh yeah i guess uh, i don't know i i thought they're tomatoes i thought she was picking vegetables i thought she was gonna do like a late dinner which i i don't know it looks I, like clark's already cleaning up from dinner though man i yeah i don't know you got me man i don't know what she's doing maybe she's gotta like go to the farmer's market first thing in the morning tomorrow and like sell her produce because she doesn't work at a diner yet and maybe that's what she works doing. at sears man she don't work at no Sears. Yo, I saw it. when Lois Lane is up there, she's got a Sears lanyard on and a Sears t-shirt. She works at Sears. Damn, she works at Sears. Yeah. I wonder if they got that printer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Which, I, I thought there were tomatoes, uh, you know, but they're both fruit either way. Why are you picking fruit so late? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she uh, she calls Clark to come out and check out this thing in, in the sky um, and his impeccable timing, he turns away from the TV as it's breaking news. Yeah, perfect, right? So he, he doesn't know anything about the UFO yet, so he steps outside. He uh, kind of wonders what's wrong. He uses his x-ray vision, which I thought was a really nice way of showing uh, the x-ray vision being used. Because um, I feel like most times when you're showing the x-ray, just kind of campy and whatnot. This was a pretty good zoom-in shot. Um, kind of looks like it goes into like a night vision thing real quick when it does it it like it like goes into like a negative yeah and then it and then it zooms in correctly so I, i'm not sure what that's about i don't know if he had to switch to like different filters like he's predator or something and like <laughs> like all right yeah temperature uh night vision uh and then he's like okay now i got the zoomed in one yeah. all right we're good and then so yeah i thought that was pretty neat how they did that i liked it a lot yeah, I think that's like I mean, there. I think that's the only time we see the X-ray vision, if if I'm not mistaken. We assume mm. that he uses it at the end, like fight. from a first-person view. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, there, no. now I'm stepping all over myself because I completely forgot about the beginning. The little baby Clark. I think we see it a lot. The only time we don't see it at all is in the next film. We don't ever see it. I, I don't think. Not once. Yeah, no, I don't think. Not, not at all. Not we don't even think see of. it. Like, no. um, but then again, I was just wrong a second ago, so I don't, I don't know, man. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> what podcast are you listening to? I don't, don't worry know. about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I, that's all I got for this one. It's about as American as it gets, right here. Yeah, I think I'm all done. I just wanted to have have that little continuity rant, and uh, I bowl, thought bowl you were apples. gonna like. You were like, yo, I got to talk about these things. You know, the, the apples. apples, and I was like. <laughs> are you going to reference a comic book? Cause that's usually what you do. And you're like, you're like, Oh, let me tell you about her picking apples or like what apples represent for like Superman, man, you were just talking shit about picking apples at 10 PM. I wish I had something to reference it over the comic book. Maybe there's something out there, but there's a I'm, apple superhero, Johnny Appleseed as a justice league dark member. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, write it. Someone write that Jeff Johns. Hear me out. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for this minute. <laughs> Yeah, same here. I just wanted to complain about apples and CNN for, for 30 minutes. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> Sounds like a regular Sunday night. I can die happy now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, 
we're going to go ahead and wrap up this uh, minute. If you love what you hear, don't forget to leave us a great review on iTunes. We will read it out for the rest of the listeners to enjoy. And then um, don't forget to check out Night Nerd and everything that they got going on on their network. Uh, they have the Assembly Avengers, which is a minute-by-minute podcast of the Avengers, the first Avengers film uh, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then if you're looking for more podcasts, we have Stellar Dynamics, the ultimate encyclopedic compendium of all things Rush, where every episode they go through one album of the band Rush, and they deep dive into each and every track. And then we also have Honey Hold My Beer, which is a just a simple podcast where two gals share craft beers and some odd, hilarious stories. So definitely check those out. And we will catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute. <laughs>